Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Kind of a somber morning for us here at the Patriot Trading Group. Uh, we, we lost, really, a family member today. A long, long, long-time client uh, passed uh, passed away. I guess it was a couple of days ago now. And uh, anyway, tough one. It, it really is because he was one of my first clients. Wow. 20 years ago. Man. And, um, That's how long you've been here. You've been here way, way longer than me. Way too long. Um, and it, and it really is sad because he only bought from us. He never went to any other company. You know that's the thing, though. A lot of our customers, you know, because let's face it, this in, in, in the in this new era of online stuff, you can always find somebody that's going to sell it to you for a few bucks less. Right. You know, we've always prided ourselves. Listen, we've never, you know. We're not the cheapest person out there. There's, like I said, there's always going to be somebody, but we're we're right next to it, we're, and we've right. always been. You know what? We're, where we've never been, right? We're never been the ripoff people, right? We just treat you honestly and fairly. Everybody knows. Listen, when you call us, you're going to be treated with respect. You're going to be treated honestly. You're going to you're going to get a fair price. We're going to make a few dollars, right? We're, we're, we're not. Yeah. What we're not going to do. Is, is take, you know, 30, 40, 50, 20, 15 percent of your money. We don't do that. You know, most of, almost all of our stuff, pretty much all of it, is single digit. You know, you're talking about really small premiums, and and uh, really this company uh, has been around for this long because of guys like that where they knew, hey, listen, I'm, you're my guy. Right. You're going to treat me right. You're going to treat me fair. Right. Uh, and he did business with us. Man, I did not realize you're for. I still, you know what's so funny is I still remember Joe, Joe and Joe, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about, my first. Right, yes. You, you know? Right. And, uh, man, that's amazing. That's a long, long it, time. It is, and, and his family called me. And and they have a need, and, and we're going to try to help them out here today. They need to liquidate. And, and so uh, we're, we're going to, we're working on the details right now, and um, I think after the break, we'll give you a little time to right. get together yeah, here after I, the break. I, right, I need to figure this all out. We're, we're, we're going to do something that we've never done, I'll tell you that, because we really want to try to uh, to do right by them. It's a tough time, a tough one. It is. Man, that'd be... It, it, it is. It's, it's, it's very sad, and and it's and it's very hard to... to lose someone like that. Yeah. It is. Yeah, well, anyway, so, uh, yeah. so here, gonna work on we're going to work on it. We'll be back with it. Uh, many thanks for uh, our condolences, obviously. Uh, just It is what it is. You know, speaking of it, it is what it is. Did you see, so the National Football League, right, ratings are at new lows, and now Colin Kaepernick is suing the NFL and the owners for collusion, you know, and he's the one that started the the kneeling at the national anthem. And, and here's the reality. You're not a quarterback in the NFL anymore because you're not any good. I mean, 
That's really the simple answer. And, of course, today everyone wants to sue. The, I don't know if you saw, too, like the there's people in Las Vegas that are suing now, like the hotel and and I don't know who else, the the, the concert people for the, the, the shooting there. And, and it just, man, it just seems like, how did we get to this point? You know, and, and you think about all the things, and I'll say this about Kaepernick. I've yet to see him do anything of trying to bring people together, you know, taking disadvantaged youth and the police in a community or so. I mean, there's so many things uh, that he could have been doing, but, but instead, I know, let me file a lawsuit. And it just seems like this is kind of, I don't know what, what but how America gets things done anymore. Everybody feels so entitled. Well, I'm entitled. I can do what I want, say what I want, do what I want, and I don't want any repercussions. And if something happens that I don't like, I'm just going to sue somebody. And you wonder why we're in the mess that we're in. I, I just, it's, I, I saw it and I almost laughed because I'm just, you know, the answer really was, so you were bad. Quit throwing the ball to the other team, and maybe he can still be here. And then, you know, and I guess people say, well, he's better than some of these backups. Yeah, you're right. Probably is better than some of them. But they don't kneel at the national anthem, so what are you going to do? Anyway, I, I don't know what that has to do with gold. Absolutely nothing. Uh, we had a lot of things uh, that we're going to talk about. One of the things that we haven't talked about, you know, we talk about all of the um, financial reasons why you need to have wealth insurance, why everyone, everyone needs to have some gold in their portfolio. You just do. Really, probably, and some silver, too. I, you know, and, and I'm less of a silver guy than some, but you got to have it. And we, all, and we give all the, you know, we talk about debts, and, and we talk about uh, the trajectory of, of all of our unfunded liabilities and why it is uh, that the economy is so stagnant and and what the next you know the big the big part of the bubble is just starting. I was talking about you know the debt bubble because the bills are starting to come due now and over the next ten years they really come due. But what we haven't talked about is what about the miners themselves. How much gold is out there, and are they willing to go get it? Patriot Radio News Hour, kind of a somber Tuesday. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Before we get to... Um, what we're going to try to do to help some people today. Uh, just a quick reminder, uh, we've, some of you have been waiting on silver. That's on its way. Yes, it is. So uh, before the end of the week, I think we'll be 100% caught up here uh, in the next 48 hours. So if you've been waiting, I, I apologize uh, for the delay, but, but uh, it's all on its way. We were a little short. I thought we had enough, and then with the metals plan, we, we kind of... And, and those are going out also. Yeah, there's a few left that, that, that are being handled as well. Most of you probably already have them already. So uh, and kudos to you, Wendy. That was a, a really a, a big it was effort. It was um, For two days, I sat back. It, it's, 
Yeah. Tough day. Tough day. It, yeah, it it is. Um, it, it's sad when when you lose someone who, strangely enough, you never. You know, and, and, and you know what the funny part is is you're right. A lot of them, because you know we're in Arizona and they're you know they live other places and and but they listen every day uh, when they call and order. Like I know they, you know, for a lot of clients, hey, they only want to talk to Wendy. Or, and then, and I'll be like, "What about me?" Like I'll even sometimes, you know, they'll call and Wendy's not here, right? right? Especially now, you know, as, as right, you know, right. now you only work a couple of days I only a week. Work a couple of days a week, and, and and it's funny because actually, I had one client ask for my phone number while while I was not working, and and Arlene, you know, called me and said, "Can I give him?" And I said, "Yes." And and I told him, you know, I, I only work two days a week, and he goes, "Well, I'm talking to you now." Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I like, I'm like, right. you know, I own the place. You know, you you sure yeah. you don't want to? Like, no, I want to talk to Wendy. So, uh, it's okay. It's um, but but you know, again, another thing that makes us different than than a lot of these other people uh, is is how we, you know, you, how we treat people, and and we care. They care about us. We care about them, right. you know, and we kind of feel like uh, we're we're all in this together, right. you know. And and we talk about it here all the time about you know we're we've been on the air for over twenty years because you allow us to, because when you order from I mean that's how we pay for everything. Right? Right. We don't have right. sponsors or you know the 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 radio uh, the networks you know they don't let us on for free out of the kindness of their hearts, right? We're we're right. not. Uh, Rush Limbaugh or any of these, you know, radio personalities that do three and four hours worth of radio and do all, you know, we're, we're all self-funded, uh, and that, and that that really comes from our customers and and uh, something that uh, you know we've done it differently than everybody says you should. You know, we don't take your phone number, we don't call anybody. You know, we I think we've done. Let's see, I've been here. 14 years and how many times have we even mailed something not not twice twice i think twice twice maybe we've yeah, we sent did, out we a, mailer. a mailer right yeah, uh, right. i think we've done it twice right. maybe three times in 14 years so you know let's just say about once every five years we might send we may you. send you something in the mail right uh but but other than that you know it, it's all all kind of on, you know, hey, when you're ready to do business, call us. And and we'll help you. And we'll help you. And today it's kind of the, uh, in a different way. Um, so they they need to raise some money. They've got to pay for, you know, they've got expenses that need to be paid and, and whatnot. And, I mean, what do we have? What are we doing? We, we, and, I, I, and I left this all up, up to Wendy. Right. Uh, this but, is... I, I, I'm doing this for them. I'm doing this for you, for for our clients. Um, and I've got thirty. Okay. Liberties. The liberties. 20, okay. So these 30, are the twenty dollar liberties. liberties. And, and and right now, I and and obviously, listen. Premiums are soft. They're down. They're, they've been way down. And we we've been as low as spot. And I'm going under spot. You're going to go under spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, so spot is twelve hundred eighty-three dollars and fifty cents. Okay. Thirty of these. Take one. Take five. Take them all. Because um, I'm so sad. 
1280. $12, $12, you know what? First well, time ever. Well, U.S. $20 liberties. Spot, $3. Right now, 350 under spot. We don't have very many, but. No, and and this is really because here's the reality. They, they have to liquidate. If, if we don't sell them, then we've got to dump them onto the wholesale market, and they're going to get, you know, less than that. So we're, we're trying to help them out. And again, I guess pass that along to everybody else. Uh, 12, so, so 1280 is the number. Uh, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and uh, you know, it, it, part of the Patriot family, and we like to keep it in the family. You know, Eric always used to say, you know, we like to put it back where we found it, and and we're kind of trying to do the uh, something just like that here today. U.S. twenty dollar liberties uh, at twelve hundred and eighty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now, yesterday gold was thirteen hundred plus bucks yesterday. And uh, the this week, Donald Trump was is interviewing people for the Fed Federal Reserve Chairman's job. Right? We we we've watched this. You know, they did the Kevin Warsh thing. Oh, he's the favorite. I said, there's no way that guy's getting the job. And then, of course, Jerome Powell, uh, who I said is my favorite to get the job. Yesterday, John Taylor. And for those of you, and I know a lot of you don't know this, but it doesn't matter. He's not getting the job either. But, oh, the president liked him. Well, you know, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, John, John Taylor is, is, is an academic uh, Stanford guy. He's been mentioned as a Fed chairman when Alan Greenspan was going to retire, again when Bernanke was retiring, uh, and now uh, possibly he's not getting the job either. But they, you know, they, like I said, this is the days. Here's what has happened in, 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 at least in the gold market. They like to pretend that this has relevance. It doesn't. None of this has relevance. He's not getting the job. Even if he got the job, it wouldn't matter. But the thing that is happening that's kind of added to some selling pressure, he's talking to Janet Yellen on Thursday. And that's his last interview. And right now they're saying that there's there's four people in the running for the Fed chairman. Janet Yellen's term ends at the end of February. It's either her again, which I didn't think was a choice, but maybe it is. So she's she's going to meet him. And I would have assumed if she didn't want to be it, she wouldn't have taken the meeting. They're going to meet Thursday. You had John Taylor, who is a uh, another academic. He interviewed, I, I, I guess it was yesterday morning, maybe it was over the weekend, uh, but it came out, oh, the president, he likes to have, you know, what is, what's not like? They're just coming in, they're going to have a little chat and blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's not going to say bad things. Then you have Jerome Powell. And then you have Kevin Warsh. Now, of all four of these candidates, they like to say who's who's dovish and who isn't dovish. And and Kevin Warsh is the, I guess, the one that would be the least likely. Remember, he was the odds-on favorite two weeks ago, right? The big reason uh, for the gold sell-off was because of him. Uh, now the odds maker have him last, which is what I told you. You know, several weeks ago. 
right now, Jerome Powell, and I don't know who makes these. I don't, you may even be able to bet on it in Vegas. Could you imagine, right, you go to the sports book, hey, you want to bet the NFL game? No, I don't want to bet the NFL game. I want to bet on the next Federal Reserve chairman. You may be able to do it. I think it's a two-person race. I think it's either going to be Powell or Janet Yellen. One or the other. Both of them are, I guess, the least hawkish of the four candidates. Uh, and again, and now someone threw out the, the I think it was Gundelitz threw out uh, Neil Kashkari, who would be a super dove. Uh, but as far as I know, he's not even going to get an interview. I don't know that to be true. But anyway, Janet Yellen is going to speak to the president on Thursday. And then I think we'll have an announcement following, you know, within the next week or maybe two. I don't know if that will go. And if it goes longer than that, then it means, my guess would mean he still hasn't found uh, what he is looking for. But er- earlier in the show, we talked about, you know, we know all the reasons why, right? We, we look at the Federal Reserve, this little who's going to be the next Fed chairman, and they like to, and I said the, I don't want to call it fake news, but they, they're, they're almost like they're forcing all of us to try to believe that this has relevance. It really doesn't. You know what? Quite honestly, it doesn't matter who he picks. And, and, and I mean that not in a in a bad way or a good way, but I mean it in a, a matter-of-fact way. It doesn't matter. We, we've already lost. And see, and that's the hard part. They don't want to they don't want to say it, but they threw everything they ever learned about fundamental economic principle out the window. They did. Negative interest rates is not solid fundamental economic principles. Having the Fed's funds rate at zero for, what was it, eight or nine years is not solid. Even having it now, it's still only at one. Well, we did one and one and a quarter, right? And maybe we'll get a quarter point in December, maybe. Quantitative easing and having a balance sheet with trillions and trillions of dollars isn't solid economic principles. You know, the funny part is is, is the thing that they don't like about uh, Kevin Warsh and Taylor is those two guys were and I don't know about Taylor, I know Warsh for sure, Taylor maybe. They didn't want those things, right? They thought it was a bad idea. And, of course, really what they thought was, hey, well, you know, economic principle, that doesn't really apply. See, so we've already lost. Like I said, I always use they they wet the bed and they cover it up with newspaper. The problem is all of the same things that we that are working against us are still happening. So when you think about the the debt now, the debt you know, think about this really. What was it? Fifteen, sixteen years ago, there was only five trillion. We're at 20, closing in on 20 and a half, almost $21 trillion. And even with the the most 
the most rosy economic outcome. 4% GDP growth for the next 10 years, and it would still be $30 trillion. Right? So we've given you that side of things. You know that. You know we've lost. You know. I know it. You know it. The Federal Reserve, no, they know. Listen, Federal Reserve notes were never meant to last forever. That's not what fiat money does. But today we're going to talk about the other side. Right? Because, you know, when you talk about gold, right, there's, you know, you go back to economics 101, the supply and the demand. So there's a big interview about what's happening in gold right now. And they said they're, you know, they're talking about demand for paper gold versus physical gold and 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 what's happening with the refineries in Switzerland and all over the world. And and then they talk about the supply side. What's going on? in the mining industry. We're going to talk about what they say, not only what's happening today, but what are the prospects for gold, at least as far as gold production out of mine over, say, the next five and ten years. Patriot Radio News Hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. The world's fastest human, Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt, retired last July from the sport of track and field. He won multiple gold medals in three consecutive Olympic Games, setting world records in both the 100-meter and 200-meter events. Like most Jamaicans, and most sprinters, Usain Bolt is of West African descent. No white or Asian man, and no woman of any race, is good enough to compete at his level. Is it fair that in more than 30 years no white man has won an Olympic medal in the 100-meter dash? In every Olympics since 1988, every finalist in the 100-meter dash has been a black male. Usain Bolt's amazing career provides a useful corrective to the politically correct assumption that all types of human activity must be diverse. Wherever competition determines the outcome, we see differences in human achievement. We can all work to improve our skills with the talents God gave us, but not everyone can excel at the highest level of competition. Talents are not equally distributed, and some human differences are too great to overcome, even with hard work. The same week that Usain Bolt retired, we learned that a woman dropped out of training to become a Navy SEAL. The unnamed female midshipman, can we still use that word, failed to complete the initial three-week qualifying course, or pipeline, which is followed by six grueling months of training. No woman has ever been good enough to become a Navy SEAL. Among other things, you have to lift yourself from the ocean into a small boat, a feat that requires upper body strength that women in general just don't have. Phyllis Schlafly always reminded us that there were many different strengths, some that women often possess more than men. Phyllis had granddaughters who excel in math and engineering, including one who became an actuary and another who majored in mechanical engineering. 
but Phyllis Schlafly was always the first to point out that there are important differences between men and women and boys and girls, and it's harmful to pretend otherwise. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Pedro Radio News Hour. Uh, you know, somber day here, a passing uh, in the Patriot family. Wendy's first first big customer uh, passed away today. Uh, they need to raise some money. They got I know they got to do a bunch of repairs uh, to the house to get it ready to sell, and and we're trying to help them out. Uh, we we had thirty. We're down to our twenty three twenty dollar gold pieces. Twelve hundred and eighty, which now is four dollars and ten cents below spot. So U.S. twenty-dollar liberties. Uh, like I said, we're just trying to put it back where we found it. Uh, it's a great opportunity for 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 you, and plus, it really it's going to help the family and, and help them as well. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. U.S. twenty-dollar liberties. Uh, there's started with thirty. There's twenty-three remaining. There's still there's a couple lines open. Uh, at twelve hundred and eighty dollars, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I know at least for me, um, and Wendy, uh, Wendy's is, is the same. We don't think we've ever had twenties below spot before. So, uh, first time for everything. We were talking before the break about you know what about the production side? You know how much gold is left out there. Production is declining, and it's going to put an enormous amount of pressure on prices over the next 10 years. If you look back to the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, okay, so those decades, in every one of those decades, the mining industry found at least one 50 million ounce gold deposit, at least 10 30 million ounce deposits, and they didn't, they said it was just too many to count of how many 5 and 10 million ounce deposits. Every decade, so if we take the decade of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, at least 150 million ounce plus 10 30 million plus ounce deposits countless 5 to 10 million but when you look at the last 15 years and and you know you think about the time it takes uh, to get a mine online it takes about this long so if you had discovered a deposit 15 years ago you would hopefully be mining it within you know within that 10 within 10 to 15 years so 
So these are, over the last 15 years, these are mines that we would be expecting have just come online or getting ready to come online, you know, getting ready uh, to go into production. And like I said, probably several of them have gotten to that point where they've hit the production level. So when you look at what they found, here's how it breaks down. No 50 million ounce deposits, none. No 30 million ounce deposits. A very, very few 15 million ounce deposits. So you think about Every decade up until the last 15 years, you found a 50 million ounce deposit, 10, 30 million ounce deposits, countless 5, 10 million ounce deposits. You fast forward to today, no 50 million, no 30 million, a couple, a few, 15 million ounce. So where are those great big deposits we found in the past? How are they going to be replaced? What the industry has not done anywhere near enough is to put money into exploration. Well, here's the reason. It comes to a, a, a point of, number one, you got to find a deposit big enough. Most of the deposits that they find aren't that big, and even when they find them, right, they're in places so remote. Right? They, there's no power, there's no roads, there's no workers. And they, and they talk about, you know, what it's going to take. And they said that the, as an industry as a whole, there are no new significant mines expected to be coming online over the next 10 years. And they said whether that's a result of the miners not spending enough on on finding new mines or the fact of the matter may be, hey, they've looked, and there's just not that many out there. And then you look at, obviously, like anything else, is there gold out there that's mineable at maybe $2,000 or $3,000 an ounce? I think a lot of us would assume probably Right, maybe at those prices, I could go into the middle of nowhere, right, and put in roads and put in power and bring workers in and then, you know, bring in the heavy machinery and the trucks and all of that and pay for all the fuel and and all of the refining costs. But when they when they break it down, they expect the mine gold supply to contract every single year now. And and really, it's actually de- de- uh, detracted here for two years. So 16 was down from 15. 17's going to be down from 16. And now they're saying for the next 10 straight years. So you look at, we got two big forces at work. We got the debt bubble, 
right? Where all of the all of these bills that we've been, you know, they use the kick the can down the road part, right? Well, we got down the road. Now the road's dead. It's a dead end. Right? There's a big cliff there. Right? Can't kick the can anymore. And at the same time, you're going to have mining supply falling every single year. So what does that mean? I mean, to me, you know, economics 101, pretty bullish case when you're looking at where gold's headed. And like I said, it really does, doesn't matter. doesn't matter if it's Janet Yellen or, or Jerome Powell. It doesn't. doesn't matter if they raise interest rates to one and a quarter percent. No. I mean, they've already been on record. Every single person in the Federal Reserve, well, we're not going to go above two. Somehow they just want to get to this two number. Right? Two must be the lucky number. They want inflation to be two. They want Fed funds rates to be two. Right? Because somehow that's going to save us. It's not. U.S. $20 liberties below spot at 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. When he just got off the phone, we still have 16 or 17 U.S. $20 liberties, now $5 below spot. So when Wendy first asked me, it was right as I was getting ready to, we were getting ready to go on the air, and, I, and I'm like, Man, I can't think about it. Let me, let me get through the first part, and it was about $2 over spot. Then it was three. Then after the first commercial, it was four. Now after this commercial, it's $5 under spot. But we don't have any more than we can't replace them at that price. Uh, and we're trying to do a good thing, too. So that, that always makes it even better. Uh, 800-951-0592. These are the pre-1933 liberties. You know, you think about it, every one of them is over 100 years old. Matter of fact, the youngest, the baby of the family, 110 years old. Right? The last time they minted a $20 lib, 1907. Uh, they are considered a collectible, uh, which in our eyes is a good thing because it does, you know, it, with gold, if there's a gold confiscation act, you have the opportunity, you may be able to keep them, maybe. We don't know. Uh, you were the last time, right? The only gold you could keep were coins that the government considered to be a collectible uh, U.S. $20 liberties at 1280 today. Uh, kind of like I said, a somber day for us, uh, but, but at the same time, you know, you got to celebrate uh, life and, and the life that uh, you lead and, and who you affected. And he obviously, listen, he affected us greatly, and uh, Wendy especially, and uh, our condolences uh, to the family. North Korea. Man, they just laid it out today. And it really just makes sense. They reaffirmed their commitment to developing a long-range intercontinental ballistic missile capable of reaching all the way to the east coast of the United States. On Monday, they told CNN, that the nation is currently not interested in diplomacy with the United States until it reaches this goal. 
And this kind of tells you two things, right? We heard from Tillerson that, hey, we are trying to negotiate and that we'll negotiate with North Korea till the first missile launches. By the way, I don't know if you saw that this weekend. North Korea said before we engage in diplomacy with the Trump administration, we want to send a clear message that the DPRK, because that's their army or what have you, has a reliable defense and offensive capability to counter any aggression from the United States. And they believe, obviously they believe they are very, very close. And before they enter into any negotiation, right, this makes sense. Hey, we want to make sure we can hit you anywhere, and now we're going to get a better deal. And then, of course, if, if you allow that to happen, then what? And that's really been the, the, the issue. And North Korea, at least yesterday, telling CNN that they will not negotiate with the Trump administration until they've reached that goal. And we're kind of saying, hey, we're not going to allow you to. And you kind of think about what, you know, and I I don't know. You know, I, I just have this feeling, right? You know, and you get that that bad feeling, that, that pit in your stomach. And, and, and I think about, you know, and I've been kind of saying to everybody, this is like 2001 again. Right? 2001. They, they they were getting ready to drop interest rates. We had entered into this little recession. Alan Greenspan was lowering rates. Remember, they went all the way down to one percent. Remember, and that's what the at well, you know, this is how little they don't. They blame that for the housing thing, by the way, as well, because you left them there for almost a year. But the gold market was kind of floundering, right? Eric, the business was slow, and of course, it turned out to be the best buying opportunity ever and 9-11 happened and gold went from you know 250 we know the story right and then of course uh the united states entered into uh this really difficult period you know we had the war in afghanistan the war in iraq all of a sudden all the deficits started to implode and and all of these things and I, and I just got this feeling history is getting ready to repeat itself and and then I think you know what I go back to all the way back to to world war you know world war 2 and the great depression right again the central bank never got out of that one you know and here's the funny thing is when you really look at it they really haven't been able to solve any problem you know they got out of the great depression right the federal reserve multiple times said they fixed it. They fixed it when they confiscated gold. Then they fixed it again in 1937, only to find out they hadn't fixed anything. And really, it took World War II to really get us out. Well, could we be looking at World War III? I don't know. How about this, though? Uh, the Trump administration attempts to ram through a sweeping NAFTA renegotiation hit its first major roadblock. I bet it did, right? Because let's face it, that was a bad deal. The top trade negotiators from Canada and Mexico 
who will meet today with the U.S. trade representatives, has already firmly rejected the U.S. proposals floated by the current round of the the NAFTA negotiations. You know what? That's a good starting place. Right? If they don't like it, that's probably a lot closer to what the deal should be. But uh, I just thought that was just hitting the tape. Canada and Mexico said they will not walk away from the negotiation table altogether. But they will not agree to a renegotiation. I don't know. Sounds like they will. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. U.S. $20 liberties. I'm shocked that they still got 15 left. Spot is 1285.60. Didn't quite get to another dollar, but 1285.60. Uh, so US $20 Liberty gold pieces uh $5.60 under spot uh at 1280. Our toll-free number 800 Nine five one zero five nine two, and I'm just checking on something here. Where am I, what am I looking for there? No, she didn't write it down, so I don't know the answer. Uh, U.S. twenty dollar liberties today and today only uh, twelve hundred and eighty dollars, five dollars and sixty cents below spot at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. Uh, you know, we talked about North Korea, so I guess they've given the answer that I wonder how close they are. I mean, are they a couple of months away? A couple of weeks away? Are they a year away? Uh, said no more negotiation with the United States until after they've, uh, I guess, perfected the intercontinental ballistic missile that will reach all the way to the East Coast. Mexico and Canada have come out and said we are rejecting uh, the Trump administration's trade proposal for a renegotiation. I'm not, that probably ought to tell you that it was a bad deal to begin with. <laughs> hey, why would we get rid of a really good deal? I don't blame them. If I was Mexico or Canada, I'd, I'd probably say the same thing as well. That, you know, nah. Nah, you know what? I thought about it. And, yeah, nah, we're going to pass. Right? We'll get back to you. <laughs> hey, we'll get back to you later. You know, maybe we'll we'll, we'll help you out down the road. Uh, but, but nonetheless, something to watch for because obviously a any form of a renegotiation of, uh, of NAFTA uh, could at least try to help us lower the trade deficit a little bit. I don't think. I don't know how much it could do, but can't hurt. Uh, you know, you think about, you know, that's another thing. You know, we don't talk enough about right, 700, six, $700 billion every year leaves the United States. And you think about it, it's been doing this now since the 70s, every year. It wasn't $700 billion in the 70s, but we haven't run a trade surplus since the 70s. Not one. Not even on accident. And now the number, it's so far out of reach, I don't even know how you get there. 
And and really, when you start really thinking about what it really means, that's wealth leaving the country. And listen, they count everything, right? Every Chinese person that comes over and buys a house, they count that. Right? Now, every dollar that leaves versus every dollar that comes in. If we're losing any, you know, pick a number, 500, 600, 700 billion dollars a year of wealth every single year, eventually what happens? Eventually you run out of wealth. If you never want to run out of wealth, call the Patriot Trading Group, 800 592 U.S. 20, 560 below spot at 1280. This was a 